0: Professor Joel Ferrant, is a leading global research into developing crops that can actually survive extreme water shortages. And she joins us on the line now to tell us more about this. Thanks for speaking to us this morning, Prof. Ferrant. Good
1: morning. How are you?
0: I'm um, very well, thanks. Now, this is fascinating, but what is the focus of your research here?
1: The, the focus of the research actually is uh, surrounding a number of plants which we humans have termed resurrection plants because they appear to resurrect from the dead. Now, why they look dead is that these are the only plants in the world that can actually lose all their water and not die, and they can remain in that dry state for years, give a bit of rain, and they green up within 24 to 48 hours. It's a very unusual phenomenon. It's, as I said, there are only 135 plants in the world that can do this. And what my research has been doing, and I've been collaborating increasingly with people around the world, is to show to find out how these plants can do that. How can they lose all that water and not die? Um, And then transfer those properties to crops, uh, particularly crops for subsistence farmers in Africa, where buying a new lot of seed would be very expensive and they really just want the initial crop to carry on through to, to the end.
0: So how far have you gone uh, in your research? How far are you from a breakthrough? Are you even able to tell us at this point? (laughs) We keep our secrets close to
1: us, but I think one of the most exciting things that we've just – I've I've had a hunch about it for years, but together with collaborations particularly from um, the United States, um, Netherlands, Australia increasingly, we've been able to show something that I had a hunch about many years ago, that in fact – if you think about crops, why we grow most of our crops are annuals. We grow them because we grow them in the rainy season and we collect the seed at the end. 95% of world food supplies come from three crops, wheat, rice and maize. Now, the thing about seeds is that they are dry. You can store them for thousands of years until you want to plant them. What we've discovered is that resurrection plants use those seed genes. So they've turned on genes that are make properties of a, of a plant, a seed, dry, So they turn on those genes in their roots and leaves. Um, And so what we're trying to do, and the big breakthrough will be, is to activate the same genes that are already present in all crops because we've got the model in resurrection plants. They know how to activate those genes. They've got the environmental signals, the cellular signals, wrapped up in their hands. They can actually, you know, intuit, or at least not intuit, because they actually hear the environment, um, pick up those signals and behave a bit like a seed. So the big breakthrough is, well, we don't really have to put too many new genes in. You know, we really have to activate existing genes.
0: Well, as I said, it all sounds very fascinating. Um, but, of course, you know, as we know at the moment, uh, Prof, uh, many farmers are really despondent, really dispirited. Uh, do you have any good news for them at this point?
1: I do in, in about five years' time. if. We get sufficient funding to to follow this latest lead because the latest lead is really going to make the most extremely drought-tolerant crops. It takes money to get it to that proof-of-concept phase where someone is prepared to take it to market. So, you know, given enough funding, we are looking around the world. In fact, I think we've got a very good position to perhaps get some because this is a very unique, very novel, and very doable project. Given all those good things, um, I would would, my guess, and and it's not just mine, is five years for proof of concept, ten years in the field. It's still way too long for the current farmers I know, but I feel that that well, there is hope in sight.
0: And what about price? Uh, will that be a huge factor in this while, when it does become, um, you know, viable?
1: Excellent question. My my uh, uh, desire would be to have this as cheap as chips. Um, it, it will take us a lot of money to get there. But I think that you know, once you've got the line in, it's not going to cost, cost a lot to reproduce. Um, and so I'm hoping that we will get some sort of angel funding, some sort of funding that is more, um, make it cheap for us. Well, make it for us to get it to that point that when the t- seeds are out there, will be cheap. I do not want a huge amount of money slapped onto something because it's unusual. And as much as I can fight this, I will.